Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. The Democrats know no bound. Nancy Pelosi gets caught at a hair salon. You know, real question is, is it even helping? I mean, doing what she's doing, getting her hair blown up or blown out or however they treat witches' hairs, I don't really know. I just don't see it helping. I think she's still disgusting to look at, but I guess maybe she wants to feel good about herself or something. But Miss Pelosi knows, living in California, the laws of the land. Being that she knows the laws of the land, no matter how much she would like to tell you she was set up, she knows she's supposed to be wearing a mask. She knows it is only outdoor for doing hair. Any salon that's open, it's all outdoor. I don't know as a woman why you'd want to get your hair done out in the heat anyways. I've been to California in the summertime. And uh, compared to Florida's heat, uh, I think it's night and day. They get cooler nights. It'll go down to 65 degrees. And Florida, it's 100 during the day. And it's 89 during the night with 100% humidity. And it's disgusting day and night, night and day for six months. So over there, it's a little crisper at nighttime. So maybe you want to make a nighttime appointment. But again... Most women's hair seems to kind of get a little crazy when you're throwing heat and humidity in the mix there. So I I can't see a whole lot of women wanting to be sitting outside having their hair washed, blown out, dried while you're sweating and kind of stinking your hair back up. It, It doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but I guess Nancy Pelosi lives under different rules and feels that because of who she is, it's okay that she goes in and has a special session where she's not wearing her mask. And she's getting her hair washed and blown out and whatever else she's doing to it. And then is upset because she gets caught. But in true Democratic fashion, she accepts no blame for it. She immediately points the finger back at the salon uh, owner that was good enough to open up the shop and try to do something with her ratty hair. Instead of saying, you know what, I messed up. I know the laws of the land. It was a mistake. Oh, no, no, no. She's demanding an apology. Demanding that this woman apologize for setting her up. You opened up just to make me look bad. You know what? If you did and you're the owner and you're listening to this, I applaud you. Thank you. Because it just really helps to show people the hypocrisy of these people. So... I would applaud you for that. But now, the shop owner, because Pelosi's demanding an apology, is getting all kinds of death threats and nasty grams and people threatening to burn down her salon. This is, a, a, what I read, at least a single mother of two that's just trying to make her way in the world. And she's probably struggling bad right now, especially in California. Most other states have opened up pretty pretty much at least a 50 to 75% capacity, depending on where you live. It's just these real blue states that are still putting their thumb down on the people and not letting anybody do anything. Um, so I'm sure she's struggling just to get by and maybe just now maybe making a little bit of money to hopefully hold on to her salon to try to get through this uh, so-called pandemic. But Nancy Pelosi is a real piece of work that she wouldn't even accept any blame in it. Um, Pretty much that's going to set the tone of this podcast today. Today I'm going to show you 
how these people believe they are better than us, that the rules do not apply to them. So we started out with Pelosi because she's the one currently in the, you know, in the media right now that is most recent. We'll just continue to back up to go further back just to show you some big examples of all of these people that think they're above the law. Next you have the Philadelphia mayor who went and had some uh, indoor dining in Maryland without wearing a mask or social distancing, even though he still has Philadelphia locked down. Mr. Kinney, after being caught by whoever was taking the picture of him, tweeted out, you know, I know some are upset that I dined indoors at a restaurant in Maryland yesterday. I felt the risk was low because the county I visited had fewer than 800 COVID-19 cases compared to over 33,000 cases in Philadelphia. Regardless, I understand the frustration. Do you really? You know what I don't understand? I don't understand how you felt that it was okay to keep everybody in Philadelphia locked up while you're out whining and dining, using no distancing at all, no mask, and you think that that was okay. Another thing I'd like to know is, if you know where it's so safe, why don't you let all of us in on the secret? And then we can all flood into those areas and go enjoy some of the nightlife and dining and taking our families out and doing the things that we like to do too. Why is it only okay for you? More of the same stuff from these people. They're better than us. So they think. My next example is Mayor Lori Lightfoot, a.k.a. Beetlejuice. Because if you haven't seen this lady, and you're a little older like I am, and you like Beetlejuice, if you put a side-by-side comparison picture of them, it's pretty close. So, I'm going with Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, during a lockdown where she's threatening to throw people in prison, a woman posted Facebook photos saying she had the pleasure of giving Mayor Larry Lightfoot, a.k.a. Beetlejuice, a hair trim. Uh, In the photos, the mayor is standing next to the woman, and they are not standing six feet apart. Plus, neither one is wearing a mask. She said, uh, thank you for all the hard work and dedication put forth to help our city and posted it. Naturally, that didn't sit too well, and she got a hell of a lot of backlash for it. Her excuse of why she got a haircut was that since she's in the public eye every day, she felt it was necessary, and she'd also thought she'd treat herself to a haircut. She says she takes her personal hygiene very seriously. Well, what the hell? Do you think we don't? I mean, who wants to walk around smelling like a skunk? Okay, we all take our personal hygiene seriously. Oh, we weren't allowed to go get haircuts. We're not allowed to go get our nails done. We're not allowed to go out and half the stores were closed. You probably couldn't even get your favorite cologne, struggling to find deodorant. It's ridiculous. It it was ridiculous. Still is in some places. Now, believe me, I'm not complaining about the haircut because I couldn't get one because half my hair is gone anyways. So there's not a whole lot up there to cut. You know, a quick little snip or two with the scissors and pretty much that's a wrap. But this lady... Looking like Beetlejuice, I don't even think it would have mattered if you got a haircut anyways. Because one way or the other, it didn't help anything. Again, just like Nancy, it's not helping. 
So just roll with it. Do the right thing or supposed right thing if you believe in the pandemic. Believe me, the reason I keep taking these cheap shots, this is all going to come together in the end. But do the right thing. Next on my list, the dirtbag, Chris Cuomo, who really thinks he's something special. Not only is he having some uh, problems right now of being accused of sexual improprieties by women, but also Mr. Cuomo, again, believes he's above the law. When New York was in total lockdown, literally not even letting anybody on the streets, Mr. Cuomo was out riding his bike with no mask on and thought that it would be okay. And when a New Yorker approached him and had something to say to him about it, the exchange was not so nice. The gentleman that spotted him name was David, and he said, I quote, I just looked and said, is that Chris Cuomo? Isn't he supposed to be quarantined? Allegedly, the confrontation ensued. He said, who the hell are you? Chris Cuomo, this is. I could do what I want. He just ranted, screaming, I'll find out who you are, David recalled. I said to him, your brother is the coronavirus Cesar, and you are not even following his rules. David claimed that after he said what he said to Cuomo, Cuomo threatened him, told him it's not over, and so it went. Now, I believe Cuomo went on CNN afterwards and tried to redeem himself, but, you know, this guy's a rat, so between him and his brother, like anything was really going to happen. CNN, the Communist News Network, is going to protect him, and in the state, his rat of a brother, Cuomo, is going to protect him. So what's the difference? Next on the list, Andrew Cuomo, oddly enough, was seen walking his dog in New York City without a mask. The same Andrew Cuomo who says it's your civic duty to wear a mask to protect other people who consistently goes on TV or any type of a talk show or anything he can, even the Democratic convention, to try to ding Trump for his response to COVID, saying it was a failure. The same Cuomo who threatened to throw people in jail for not wearing their masks. Once again, another double standard. He doesn't have to wear it, but you do. Jay-Z was seen in the Hamptons, where supposedly coronavirus is not a problem. And he was with a bunch of his other millionaire buddies. Everybody's walking down the street. They were not using social distancing. None of them had masks on. Are we starting to see a pattern here? All these Democrats, people of power, supposedly, and millionaires, they don't care. They're not wearing the masks. They're not following the rules. I thought Fauci was their boy. Fauci told them they're supposed to be doing it, but yet they're not doing it. And it, it starts to make you wonder why. Also, in New York, they have the VMA Awards coming up. You're having artists from all over the world, not just the country, all over the world show up in New York. New York has a strict rule put in by Andrew Cuomo that anybody from out of the state must quarantine for two weeks. Once you get to the state, they're allowing all of them to skip quarantine. So either A, he doesn't care about the people of New York, and if you get reinfected because all the big celebrities are coming, then that's your problem. Or B, again, like I said, there's something else afoot here. I'm not sure what it is, but I got a pretty good idea. 
This has been going on and on and on. Trump has been taking heavy criticism for not wearing a mask from one of the lead people, Miss Pelosi, and yet she's caught doing her hair and not wearing a mask. Give you a quick little clip of that. The president of the United States says he doesn't want to wear a mask and understands the bad example. Well, I don't know if he understands anything, but understand somebody must there over there understand the bad example that is to the country uh, and uh, that we are at a place now we don't have to be. This is a president who doesn't want to wear a mask, who who again called uh, the virus a hoax, called the virus a hoax. It's going to go away magically. It's going to be a miracle that's going to make it go away. I'm a devout Catholic. I believe in miracles and I pray for them. But I think that science is an answer to our prayers, too. And science says wear a mask, test, trace, treat, keep your distance. The president doesn't support any of that. He has events uh, that are counter to that. So we have a we have a moment. I'm in I'm in a mood because this is a matter of life and death. And and this um, administration has failed miserably. What a piece of work. Now, two of the biggest problems I have with that statement. Number one, you've been caught red-handed with your hand in the cookie jar. Because if you believe that strongly and you're in a mood right now and, and Trump bad should be wearing that mask, set an example, well, you broke your own rules. So that's number one. Okay. Number two, you say you believe in science, but you pray for miracles and everything. However, the science on this thing is so wish-washy, nobody knows nothing. They're figuring out as it goes. Look at what the CDC just reported. Out of all the deaths that already occurred, only 6% of them are attributed to people who had no pre-existing conditions. So healthy people, only 6% of those deaths were actually 100% healthy people, which is around 10,000 people. We shut a whole country down, ruined the economy, and you keep getting updates like this, where this is less deadly than almost anything that's out there. It's nowhere near what they say it is. Mask, wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Vitamin D supposedly helps you now. Asthmatics are not as uh, much at risk as they previously thought. So you don't know anything, but you're the first one to cast blame. You're the first one to point fingers at other people because it's a political agenda. It has nothing more to do than that. Ultimately, what all this is coming down to, what I believe, this is my opinion and mine alone, you have all of these Democratic mayors, senators, governors, you have movie stars, we can open full sports leagues with no issues. They're not scared. Why aren't they scared? If this was as bad as they say it is, why aren't they scared? Could it be that it's a hoax? Could it be it's for an election year? Could it be it's a political stunt? I I personally absolutely 100% believe it is. I think that it is a real virus. Please don't misunderstand. But I do not believe it is what they claim that it is. I don't believe it is as they say it is. I don't believe it's as deadly as they say it is. I don't believe it's as catchy as they say it is. 
You remember before they said it could linger in the air for up to 30 minutes. And if you're within contact from somebody for 30 seconds, you could get it. Now it's up to close contact for 15 minutes. So in other words, unless you're making out with the person, you should be all right. Because most people in passing, you're not spending 15 minutes around them. You say a few things you got to say and you carry on about your business. So the masks do what? If I can stand around you for 15 minutes with no fear, why am I wearing a mask? Why are people going crazy and washing everything from the grocery store? Wash your hands. Can't live on the surface. You remember in the beginning, oh, it could live on some surfaces up to three days, 10 days, two weeks, and then all that back, back off. Everything is up and down, right is left, left is right, up is down, down is up. It's all a big sham, in my opinion. It's all a sham. This is all about crippling the economy to get rid of Trump. Do you realize the last couple elections that an incumbent president lost, the only reason that they lost, George Bush, and uh, prior to him, Jimmy Carter in 1980, and the reason that both of them lost was because the economy was down. So put it all, let's look at the big picture here. You put coronavirus in, you cripple the economy, you hope it bottoms out, flattens, you have the worst unemployment, which we did. Okay, you have the worst unemployment, the worst job, <clears throat> job loss, stock market goes down. They're trying to cripple everything. They have nothing else to beat this man. So let's knock it all down. They don't care how many lives are destroyed. They don't care about your business. They don't care about you as a person. They don't care about any of that. They just want Trump out that bad. So we get them down, and just like in previous elections, if we can make sure the economy is no good, then guess who doesn't get reelected? They never, ever could have imagined that as bad as this thing was, at first, I think most everybody followed suit and listened because nobody was really sure. Then you start seeing all the little tidbits of information contradicting everything they're telling you start coming out. And then people start using their minds and developing their own opinions and start to see what a sham this really is. So now the economy starts bouncing back. We're literally doing the V-shaped recovery that Trump hoped for. The stock market's going back up. Everything's looking good. People are getting their money back. Jobs are being created. The jobs report that just came in, I mean, we're at 8%. My God, that's massive compared to where we thought we were going to be. It's leaps and bounds ahead. He is really Roaring this back. One of the main things keeping it from coming back all the way are some of your biggest states. California, New York. You still got everybody locked down. You're not letting them open up because if they open up, it's going to get even better and better. So they're trying to keep it down. Keeping it down, hopefully, their thinking gets them reelected. But where Democrats fail is the people that are being held down, the very ones that they don't care about, ain't having it no more. They're sick of this crap. They need to open up. They need to make money. They don't want to lose their businesses. Look at New York. You got all those restaurant owners that got together and they're suing de Blasio and Cuomo for $2 billion. They're actually filing a lawsuit against them. Palm Beach County, over the mask mandate, once the 6% came out, they're filing a lawsuit saying that mandatory masks need to go because as far as it goes for healthy people, it's a very, very, very small risk. 
hardly at all, that you'll actually die from the disease. So now that Trump's economy was coming back and they could see it and they see the job numbers getting better, now we have an eruption of what? All of this police crime, all of supposed police officers shooting all of the African-Americans, and now they're making it into this big thing like police are hunting African-Americans down, which is nonsense. So they're pulling the race card. That's typical for them. That's what they do. It's nonsense that cops are hunting down African-Americans. Give me a break. Never heard such ridiculous things in my entire life. Okay? Not to mention, I don't know, hello, the guys that that are there having issues with, like the one up in uh, Kenosha, the guy was wanted, had a warrant out for his arrest. He's been charged with sexual assault, and he was going for a knife. At least that's what the report is coming in. The thing is, just like in the George Floyd and this case, I'm sure, and many other cases, the cops don't release the footage quick enough. Because right now it's all speculation. It's people around saying what they're saying. It's the victim saying what they're saying. If they're still living, it's the victim's family. It's a mess. So instead of taking a moment and say, let's just see what actually happened before anybody jumps to conclusion, no, Democrats stoked the fire because they want to create that racial tension right now because they feel that they need that black vote to beat Trump. But you're not going to get their vote. I got to be honest, the first time in my life, I feel that the black people in general are starting to see the Democratic Party for what they truly are. Remember, these are the founders of the KKK. These are the ones who support Planned Parenthood. The lady that originally funded Planned Parenthood and wanted to do it, her entire purpose of doing it was for genocide of the African-American community. And in New York alone last year, there were more black babies aborted than born. So in, in an instance, she's kind of getting what she wanted. So I think they're finally seeing them for what they truly are, for the evil people that they really are. And it's a good thing. So at the end of the day, coronavirus and all this, it's a hoax. Probably one of the greatest hoaxes of our time. We've all been duped. Sad to say, I think everybody in the beginning fell for it or at least was willing to give it a shot because they said, you know, we're not 100% sure. The World Health Organization, it's spread to other countries. Let's sit back, make sure everybody's okay. I never freaked out. Most people I know didn't freak out, but... You played the game, you were cautious to see when everything came out and all this science is coming out and how they're just damning hydroxychloroquine, you just started to wonder, if there's a chance something could work, why not try? Why are you damning it so quickly? And then when you hear something as stupid as vitamin D helps with, what, 77%, I think it was? Bongino, I read it on his report. You check it out on his report. But I think it was 77% if you're uh, of people that contract COVID are vitamin D deficient. So if you're keeping up on your vitamin D, it gives you a better fighting chance against the virus. Something as simple as vitamin D, are you kidding me? What are we doing here? But that's where I think it's at. I think it's all a hoax, and I think they know it's a hoax, obviously, because that's why they're all parading around with no masks and doing whatever they want to do while we're all stuck in houses like a bunch of suckers. You lose it. We're losing our businesses. We're losing our livelihoods, and we're all frustrated as can be. Suicide rates up. 
drug abuse rates up, ch- uh, uh, children, battered children rate. There, there's a big concern for children that are stuck at home that can't go to school or anything that are in abusive households. There's no outlet for them. There's no way for them to get away. There's no teachers to look and say, at least the good teachers, because there's a lot of bad ones now, and I'm not going to get into that at the moment, but to look and say, you know, hey, this kid, you, somebody needs to take a look at this. This doesn't look right. There's bruises here. There's bruises there. We need to have somebody take a look at this. You got unemployment was running rampant. We're bouncing back. We're just a mess right now. And it's all for an election. Again, that is solely my opinion. That is me analyzing what I see, and I just don't believe it. I've said in a prior podcast that I've known 11. I'm up to about 15 people that have had COVID. And out of that, 99% of them went through it real easy. Not even like a light flu where one of them got pretty sick but didn't die. And the one that got pretty sick that didn't die is overweight, diabetes, and uh, other medical problems that they have and still didn't die. So I don't believe it is what they say it is. We don't lock down for the flu. We shouldn't have locked down for this. We've let them do this to us, and we need to take our country back, and we need to start by voting Trump in November because that's the biggest thing. Once Trump's in the House again for four more years, you watch how quickly quickly this goes away because just like Pelosi getting her hair done and uh, Beetlejuice getting her hair done and the mayor going out because he wants to sit down and do some dining and eating, they're all going to want to open back up and get back to some type of normalcy in their lives. So... That's it. I was a little bit longer than usual today. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Uh, if you like it, please tell five of your friends. You can hit me up on uh, Twitter at LJCONSERCRN, the same at gmail.com. And you can also follow me on Parlor at Joe Little. Have a good night. God bless.